Hi folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on Fat Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. You know, one of the coolest things about hosting the Fat Burning Man show is you never really know exactly who's listening on the other end. So last week, I got a tweet from Bob Harper, the new host of The Biggest Loser, saying that now he's drinking bone broth. He tried it for the first time because this podcast told him so. So, Bob, if you're listening, cheers to you, man. I got some bone broth right here. I hope you enjoy it. And if you guys are listening, I always love hearing from you. So you can tweet at me, at FatBurnMan. You can also find me under Abel James on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, anywhere you'd expect to find someone these days. I always love hearing from you guys. Speaking of that, every so often I get a message from a listener of Fat Burning Man that gets me all choked up. A couple years ago, I opened up my email to an especially thoughtful thank you note from a man named Denny Hemmingson, a musician out of Nashville, Tennessee. He said that after listening to the Fat Burning Man show and feasting on the wild diet, he shed 46 pounds. On a hearty diet packed with plenty of butter, bacon, and eggs, Denny dropped his weight from 240 to 194 while increasing his lean muscle mass to become a fat-burning beast. He said that eating wild helps him feel 15 years younger. Now, Denny is a humble guy, but he's also a bona fide rock star. Denny has been band leader and guitarist for the Tim McGraw Band for the past 20 years. So a while back, I decided to have Denny on the Fat-Burning Man Show to share his story of how he shed nearly 50 pounds while on the road with the Tim McGraw Band. We're still getting awesome feedback about that show, and I'm always surprised by how many of you listeners out there are touring musicians yourselves. But after Denny's first interview, we became fast friends and started jamming on guitar when the McGraw Band came through Austin, Texas on tour. And since then, I've been getting quite a few emails from you guys wondering where you can find our music. That's right. Long before I was Fat Burning Man, my past lifetimes have included, you'll get a kick out of this, being a touring singer, even for an acapella group, believe it or not, guitarist for several rock and funk groups, and even the tenor sax player for reggae, rap, and ska bands. So, Denny and I had so much fun jamming that we decided to go to Nashville and record a whole album of original music. And great news, our album is finally ready for you. It's called Swamp Thing, and I think you're going to dig it. These days, it's rare that musicians get to play original tunes with no agenda, no soul-sucking deadlines, and no record company execs breathing down our necks. This album is art for the sake of art. We wanted to capture the sound of blues and rock music at its peak with fat vocals, swampy grooves, and a honking horn section. It sounds like a live eight-piece band shaking the walls of a dingy club sometime in the late 1960s. And something magical happened. The whole project came together in two days because we were having so much dang fun. The musicians who joined us in the studio are legends. Denny, our guitarist and producer, has been nominated for an Academy of Country Music Award for Steel Guitarist of the Year, and he's been band leader of the Tim McGraw Band for nearly two decades. Our bassist, David Santos, has toured with Billy Joel, Elton John, John Fogarty, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Singing backup, the Grammy-nominated powerhouse Wendy Moten has recorded with Eric Clapton, Kenny Rogers, Alice Cooper, and Buddy Guy. So if you want to hear the fat-burning man scream like a rock star, croon like Johnny Cash, and wail on the sax, guitar, and even the clarinet, get ready. 
Type in this web address to your computer, tablet, or phone, and you'll get a free ebook, my presentation on how to upgrade your brain with music, and another special gift for a limited time. All you have to do is visit fatburningman.com forward slash music to get all the goods. And if you listen until the end of this show and the show's upcoming for the next few weeks, you'll hear one of the songs from the album. So before releasing this album, I sent out review copies to a couple of my friends in, in health and fitness. Here's what Mark Sisson, the best-selling author behind The Primal Blueprint and Mark's Daily Apple, says about Swamp Thing. The new album freaking destroys. If Sawyer Brown and Leon Russell had a love child, it sounds something like that. Then throw in some Credence, a little Little Feet, and a dash of Steely Dan. Point being, it's not derivative. This blatantly steals from everyone and in a unique way, so you get away with it. Crisp and raspy, clean and nasty. What are you doing podcasting, man? <laughs> Steve Cam, the rebel leader and founder of Nerd Fitness, says, You can't listen to this album without smiling. Fantastic guitar, horns, and strings accompany clever lyrics sung by an incredibly soulful voice. Caught me off guard in a good way. So if you listen to the songs on my new album, you'll hear the story of how I quit my job and drove around the country in a vegetable oil-powered Mercedes, the love song I wrote for Allison, the love of my life. What it sounds like when I croon like Johnny Cash and bellow like Sly Stone, play the saxophone, and rock out with New Orleans-inspired funk rock, and tons more. You can find my new album, Swamp Thing, anywhere music is sold online. iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and more by typing in Abel James and Swamp Thing. But if you want all of the special bonuses I'm giving away, go to fatburningman.com forward slash music to get all the goods. To celebrate the launch of this new album, Swamp Thing, I'm giving away five signed hardback copies of my best-selling book, The Wild Diet, as well as autographed copies of my new CD. Plus, if you buy my new album today, I'll even send you a free copy of my best-selling ebook, The Musical Brain, and audio and video versions of my biohacking presentation on how to upgrade your brain with music. One last time, all you have to do from any device is type in fatburningman.com forward slash music. I always appreciate your support. Anything you buy from me, as always, goes to support this free show. So speaking of that, on to the show. This week, we have a special throwback episode with Denny Hemmingson, band leader and guitarist for the Tim McGraw Band. Denny is a listener of the Fat Burning Man Show. You're going to learn how he dropped 46 pounds while on the road, which is a very difficult thing to do, eating delicious meals like grass-fed bacon burgers, fatty coffee, and even treats like muffins, coffee cake, and more. On this show, you'll learn how Denny leveled up his life with stress-busting lifestyle hacks like meditation, grounding, and wild outdoor workouts. And don't forget, hang on until the end of this episode to hear a track from our new album. All right, let's go hang out with Denny. Hey folks, we're back with Denny Hemmingson. He's the lead guitarist and band leader of the Tim McGraw Band. And we just hung out in Austin. It was totally awesome. How's it going, Denny? It's going great, Abel. Good. So happy to have you back. Miss me? What's that? I said, did you miss me? I totally missed you. It's been and... like a week, man. <laughs> <laughs> totally missed you. So I, I just want to bring everyone up to speed. Denny was on. You probably caught his show. He was on a few months ago. He got in touch with me many months before that 
through LinkedIn, actually, just because he was a listener of the show, had a few questions and wanted to thank me for basically introducing him with uh, with Mark Sisson and a few other people in like the ancestral health move- movement to all of this like real food, get back to your roots, moving primally type thing. And uh, it's just blossomed from there. We just hung out in Austin, jammed and ate some real food, went to your concert. And one of the things, Denny, at the Tim McGraw show that I was so impressed by was I had like the best seat in the house with Allison because we were like right off the side of the stage and we could see you guys just a few feet away. And I was just impressed by the the pure physicality and stamina that you guys had throughout that show because it's a long, demanding type deal. Um, being a musician myself, a lot of people out there like performing, if, if you're an actor, if you've ever been in front of film or if you've ever, you know, been a musician or been under pressure like that, it's pretty intense. And you guys just rock the house the whole time and it's really clear that you have a lot of energy so i'd like to talk a little bit about if we talked about diet last time we'll talk more about the lifestyle piece this time because as you've progressed we were talking about this before the call you've really kind of dialed in the rest of your life so let's talk about that aside from you know eating fresh real foods what are the other things that that you've kind of gotten into over the past few months well of course the exercise thing is a big part of it. And I sort of started that a little bit when I started the, the diet, but, um, you know, we've really, we've really gotten into kind of as a band working out, I work out at home by, by myself. And, yeah. uh, so, uh, for me that, that means it's a little different on the road, but at home, you know, for me, that just means lifting heavy weights and, and sprinting and that kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so, pretty basic. <laughs> so I love, I love how you explain it in like a super basic way, but, why don't you catch people up a little bit too, in case they didn't hear your show before? This has only been true, like the common sense stuff that you've been doing for the past year or so that's allowed you to lose what, like 46 pounds or something yeah. like that, completely like transform your your health, have been completely like slap your forehead type things in retrospect. But in real time, like you were you were sick and you were trying to do the right thing for a long time following your doctor's yeah. advice. Yeah. So, you know, I was doing like, you know, what I've heard you talk about and what a lot of people go through is, you know, I was trying to do the low fat thing and I was running and trying to add miles all the time. And I actually kind of enjoyed the running thing, but probably more for the mental part of it than anything, just being gone out there and, you know, away from everyone and thinking and whatever. But I can relate to that. uh, yeah. Yeah. So that part of it was cool. But it really wasn't helping me physically. Mm-hmm. I would always get running injuries and, you know, I wasn't really dropping weight, mm-hmm. even though I'd run more and more miles and I was thought I was eating the right thing because right. I was following what everybody, including my doctor, was telling me to do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when I, you know, when I decided to go down the different path, it uh, it all came together for me. Yeah, totally. So you, you do heavy lifts now as opposed to jogging and you do more compound so tell everyone about the prison yard workout like what does that look like because i think this is so cool he goes on tour like tim mcgraw the whole band goes on tour with an extra trailer just full of like heavy chains sandbags sledgehammers and other cool stuff why don't you talk about that a little bit yeah we have a we have a couple sledgehammers and a giant tire that we (laughs) will either flip the tire end to end or we'll you know beat it with sledgehammers (laughs) i love that a great stress reducer by the way totally and, uh, we have some you know heavy chains that we do whatever with you know uh swing them around your head or you know do uh like bent over rows that kind of thing yeah 
we have some kettlebells. We have some Bosu balls. The, the most recent addition is a sled that you can load weights on and yeah. we pull it, you know, that's <laughs> 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 pretty crazy, <laughs> but it's fun, you know, it's fun and it's simple. And you're just kind of like lifting heavy stuff and swinging heavy stuff around. It gets you guys totally pumped up before the show, but it's, it's about something more than just like uh, diet and exercise, right? So you've also like, I've been reading your updates from the road and it's super cool. I, I plan to include a bunch of them in, uh, in my upcoming book, but it's like you're much, as soon as you meet you, as soon as you meet you, as soon as anyone meets you, you can tell that you're very like Zen and calm and have everything together. And I think a lot to do with that is, is not just like being a musician kind of, we can talk about getting into the zone, but meditation is a big part of your life and you you do it outside with the dog sometimes you you meditate in hotel rooms can you talk about how you know cleaning up your diet and then getting back in touch with your um i guess vitality of your body when you exercise intensely as opposed to just kind of like going out and jogging or something what's that next step let's talk about that that the kind of mental game there yeah I, you know it's crazy we talked about this earlier but it's it's like once you you know, you clean up the diet and you have some success there. At least for me, it was like, I, I went looking for the next piece of the puzzle, you know? And, and, uh, so the diet and exercise thing, and then, you know, it was a, it was about stress management because on the road it is, or can be pretty stressful, you know, with all the travel and, and schedules change and, you know, crazy stuff happens. So, uh, you know, it can be kind of stressful. And I've just found that, you know, meditating can be really helpful to me. And, uh, I think it helps me sleep better at night. Mm -hmm. That's always a challenge too. Cause you're a lot of times we're sleeping on a bus, you know, right. so, but it's a real simple thing for me. I just, uh, I use, I prefer to do it laying down and I just deep breathe and try to just not think about everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you use some apps, right? I, from time to time I'll use like a guided meditation, you know, yeah. uh, one of the things that, Tells you to relax your head, relax your neck, and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. There are some great yeah. ones out there. I use uh, one called Calm. There yeah, are, I that. That's a good yeah, one. That one's terrific. And simply being, I'm not a huge fan of that that woman's voice, but I think the uh, the experience <laughs> you have to find is the right good. voice. That's the that's the you problem. Do. With yeah. Because you know, I remember years years ago, my wife and I had a this is pre apps. You know, yeah. a long time ago, we had like a cassette tape or something of. Sure. This guy, you know, helping you to fall asleep at night. Right. And uh, I'm sure he's a really great guy. His name is uh, his name was Bob Griswold. It's a great name. And, but I put this image in my wife's head about, I said, hi, I'm Bob Griswold. <laughs> and, <laughs> so we had to stop using the cassette after that. Oh, no. We could picture is some weird dude, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you have to find the right voice that's soothing to you. And if you're going to use a guided meditation for sure. Totally. But yeah, and, it's uh, one of the, I also use some binaural beats that, right. that used to work really well for me. Yeah. Um, you use brainwave. Is that right? Or Brain you use a different one? Evolution is the one I, okay, cool. I use brainwave and there's another one called like heads up or, or something like that. It's not, it's not the game heads up. It's a different one, but it's like, um, uh, there are a few really awesome binaural beats. If you, if you don't know what those are, basically, it uh, it allows your brain to get to a more relaxed state relatively quickly 
by doing some kind of like sonic magic tricks within your head <laughs> as long as you're using two earbuds but it's it's pretty cool it's really good for uh enhancing your focus and kind of getting you into a sleepy state or a more meditative or alert state. They have different modes and background music that you can use. I use it a lot of times as kind of like a, a white noise type thing to cover up if I'm traveling on an airplane. Yeah, um, same thing. Love yeah, it on which, plane. I, especially if you're on a something like a plane where it's super loud, that's really stressful for your body. Like being in a, in a crowded room with a bunch of people talking, I think we've all had that experience at a cocktail party or birthday party or whatever, where you just can't think straight because there are so many sounds and words and languages around you it can be really useful to uh, use the power of audio which i think musicians are really in in tune to um so, so to speak and we kind of do that all the time but it's a really cool hack that a lot of other people might if you're listening right now you might be taking advantage of it but noise canceling headphones especially if you're traveling on on in a loud place on a bus or a train or in an airplane those can be really really useful for, for keeping your stress down uh, while you're on the plane actually this is kind of interesting i was um you know so i wear a watch that monitors my um uh, my heartbeat and a whole bunch of other different things, even my perspiration. And on the airplane, I noticed that my resting heartbeat, which is usually like 39 or, or low 40s, like high 30s, low 40s, is like 10, 20, 40 beats elevated above that a lot of times when you're when you're flying. Even if you don't feel totally stressed, your body is. Right. So these little hacks that you can make are really useful. What are some other ones? So you have binaural beats, uh, some apps on your phone. What else? What else do you do on the road? You know, it's sort of uh, it's sort of exercise related, but it's also meditative in its own way. Is I'll just go out for a long walk, and you know, it kind of replaces what I was doing with running a little bit, right? And I'll try to find a great place to if I can find some woods or a trail or something, and just go out and walk. You right. know, I do a lot of that. And so you were, uh, I remember reading your update when you were in Vegas with. Uh, with Faith Hill, right? And, I, and you were looking desperately Faith for a piece of ground. That. Tim and Faith both were were playing the Venetian. We did the Venetian uh, a little run there. So yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. And you, you, what was the question? So then after that, you were looking for the only grass in Vegas to, yeah. to ground, right? And you like broke some laws just to, just to get yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I found this little park that was you know by some high rise towers, and apparently it belonged to Wells Fargo or somebody. <laughs> and I got kicked off, but you know, <laughs> worth it though. So like, um, if you guys aren't familiar with the concept of electromagneticism and as it as it relates to grounding and uh, PEMFs is something that has been thrown around in a lot of the blogosphere, and there are a lot of really cool devices that take advantage of that. But basically. When you're flying around and you're up at 30,000 feet or whatever, your body is, uh, it's really easy to get out of balance. And there's, uh, science is kind of all over the place on this, but anecdotal evidence says that almost every single time you go off of a plane or in some kind of like unnatural environment or you're a little bit ragged, putting your feet directly on the ground, like, like walking on the beach or walking on the grass, something natural, de-stresses you and it allows you to sleep way better i know like some people will swear by certain scientific studies that say why other people will say that that's all quackery but i can just tell you it's something that i do as much as i possibly can as soon as i get off of a plane and i think it's cool that that's something that, that you're into too so what can you explain to people what happens when you put your feet in the ground and you you haven't for a while yeah 
Well, it's weird. I just feel, uh, I feel more relaxed. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like, for an example, we were in New York City. You you mentioned, uh, I think you mentioned, I don't know if it was before we were on the air or not, but um, that we had done the Today Show. And so we were in New York City and uh, a couple of us went for a walk in Central Park. And we probably did five miles or something. And by the end of it, my legs were starting to feel tired and stuff. And we found a piece of grass and it was a pretty big lawn. So we all took our shoes off and walked across across the grass. And by the time we got to the other side, I was totally refreshed. Yeah. It was amazing to me. Yeah. And that's all just by having skin contacting the earth. You right. know, we're kind of afraid of the ground. A lot of people these days, but it's a shame because it's it really does connect you with something. Yeah, and we all wear rubber-soled shoes, and, right. you know, like with what I do, we're usually in a hotel that, you know, 20-some floors above the, <laughs> yeah. the ground. And, right. And so, to me, it really helps, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, one other thing that I was impressed by when I uh, walked onto the bus was, was how well-stocked it was with stuff that's really stacking the deck to make sure you're eating the right things, as opposed to freaking out and just going and eating whatever you can, which is what usually happens on tour. <laughs> um, so... It, Walk us through, like, you get on the bus, you you pull open the drawers, or you look on the countertops. What do you see? Well, we keep, uh, you know, first of all, we're taken very good care of on the mm-hmm. road. And a lot of a lot of musicians don't have that luxury, you know. Right. But we have uh, Kate, who's kind of our dressing room and bus mom that looks after <laughs> us and makes sure that... <laughs> she seems very sweet. Yeah, make sure we get what we need, you know. But so anyway, uh, we'll have... You know, some ruby red grapefruit, uh, avocados. Uh, I think there's some kimchi in the refrigerator and uh, uh, blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. Mm -hmm. Nut butters, lamb bars. Yeah. Yeah, Plenty of chocolate. (laughs) Lots of chocolate. Lots of dark chocolate. Lots of fresh coffee that's always ready. Coffee's a biggie. Yeah. Yeah. um, A five pound bag of Brazil nuts. Yeah, there was there was a little <laughs> a little thing with the Brazil nuts. <laughs> That's my I ordered some Brazil nuts and they brought back this gigantic bag that cost like fifty bucks or something. <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't need that many, you know. So they ended yeah, up that's big. a lot of selenium. But we still had a, a, a good stock of Brazil nuts and you know uh, the seaweed and weird stuff too. So the the point is. You guys are really well stocked, and and one of the things that you all seem to innately understand after being on the road for so long is that you need to prepare in advance. You need to. So you said you start the uh, you start the tour. The bus actually starts at Whole Foods or something like that, right? Like in yeah, in Nashville, so, Whole Foods. So you know whatever you want to you know have on the bus to uh, take care of yourself. Right. We can stock up there. We get on the bus and and drive to the gig, and then. From there, uh, Kate helps us, uh, you know, when we run out of things, Kate helps us stock the bus up. So yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's so cool. But it's not just like nuts and berries. It also, like, we had some cool conversations about how you guys eat some weird stuff too. Like the fiddle player was talking about his whole family is into eating head cheese and brains and the kids think that it's totally cool and their friends at school do too. And I think that's <laughs> so awesome. So can you talk about how it, it's not just the band either. It's kind of like spread, spreading beyond that. Yeah, well, um, you know, we've my wife has started getting involved in eating this way with me, kind of by default, because sure, 
I do a lot of the cooking at when I'm at home, and cool. uh, I think she's she's really getting into it. And we've we've started growing a garden, and we're eating salad out of our garden every night, and spinach and stuff. And yeah, so that's awesome. Dino was talking about his his kids and his whole family's eating that way. And uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, the more people you uh, come in contact with, and they they see that you're feeling good and it's making you healthy, mm-hmm. they they get interested. I just hooked up with a, a guy that has been coming to our shows for years and years out in California. And, you know, he saw Dino and I, and he's like, oh, my God, you guys look fantastic. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> and so now uh, he's he's starting, and we're emailing back and forth and nice. you know, trying to help him get started with it. <laughs> yeah. And so you and Dino also got into fasting and feasting, basically the approach where you yeah. undereat over the course of the day and then you overeat at night, which is what I, I've been doing that for the past uh, few months and more and more in a more and more extreme way, which is really interesting so that I'm really not eating solid food until dinner. And, and that's something that you've been doing a lot on, on the road. You talked about how that's one of your favorite tools. Can you explain yeah. to people why it doesn't like your muscles don't fall off? You don't go into starvation mode, like right. nothing bad really happens. Uh, it just makes your life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, especially on the road, because, you know, it's it's hard to find food that you want to eat sometimes. Yeah. And it's just so much easier just to not eat and then wait until some good food is available, you know? Right. And, uh, I feel fantastic doing it. I never thought I would say that because, you know, before I started eating this way, I would be hungry every hour or two. Mm-hmm. And I guess it has something to do with becoming efficient at burning fat. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not hungry when I do that, especially if I don't eat in the morning, if mm-hmm. I, if I eat something, then I'm kind of in for the day, you know? But, right. Yeah, exactly. If I, if I don't eat, I'm on a pretty even burn all day long. And then dinner time, I, you know, I eat what I want. And it's a lot, but it's not, it's not probably as much as I would eat if I ate yeah. three meals, you know, throughout the day. Yeah. And so, that's kind of, that's the real secret to all of this, I think, is that you're kind of, you're honoring your own innate rhythms. The circadian rhythm kind of dictates that eating a bunch of uh, high glycemic carbs in the morning is basically the worst thing that you can do when you have elevated cortisol and a bunch of other things. So there's a lot of science that backs this up, but I can I can definitely attest. Once you start eating, like you said, it's on. <laughs> you're you're hungry for the rest of the day. This has been certainly my experience, and and. Eating this way with Allison has been interesting because, you know, men and women for all sorts of different reasons, hormones, size, body fat percentage, monthly rhythms and, and the rest of it, like we'll both be following our own kind of natural hunger. And it's not always the same. Like she'll usually eat around like lunch or three. I'll usually eat. Sometimes I'll eat lunch if it's convenient. We can get really good stuff. But usually when I'm working at home, I find that I'm most productive and feel the best when I hold off until like three to even six, like dinner time, then you just, you feast, but you load up on clean food, right? You have a big old, well, like when you came over, we had a big old green smoothie. I think we had a a bunch of homemade, um, like paleo muffins and and other little treats like that. And maybe some, some meats like we always do. And then tea, we had fatty coffee also, which was totally cool from picnic in Austin. But that kind of gets you through the whole day and then you, you just save up for the feast at night it's really a wonderful way to live but it seems to be in terms of the progression it seems to be that like you have to nail real food first you have to get that down 
you have to kind of let your body adjust to, to burning fat and going a little bit longer without food. And then it eventually gets you to the point where you can, you know, kind of eat whenever you want to. It's not a big deal if you skip a meal. But it's, you know, if people are just starting, like you wouldn't have done that your first few weeks of this, right? No, I, I couldn't have done it. You know, yeah. I, it, it's a it's a little bit more advanced technique, I think, right. where, you know, once once you're burning fat for fuel and you're feeling good, then you can try it. And maybe, you know, I would say just try skipping breakfast first and then mm-hmm. see how you feel. And coffee is really <laughs> helpful. Yeah. <laughs> like if I drink some coffee in the morning, I'm, I'm good to go. You yeah. know, it's, uh, I don't feel hungry. And then, you know, you can stretch the, your non-eating, your, your fasting window out a little longer and longer. And, you know, on the road, I usually don't eat anything till five. Yeah. Something like that. So it's, uh, it works great for me. And yeah. I feel really good. Uh, plenty of energy for the workout. I work out fasted mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. Any- can you talk about that a little bit? Cause I think a lot of people are just like, Oh, I can never work out on, a, on an empty stomach, which that used to be the case for me too. I think it was probably the case for you as well. But once you kind of make that shift and it does take a while, but once you make that yep. shift, working out fasted a lot of times is better than, uh, than working out with a big stomach, certainly full of food. Yeah. I, I feel a lot better, uh, now working out than I used to. And like I said, there's no lack. I don't feel like I need energy from, you know, a meal that I had an hour ago or something. Right. I'm, I'm just rocking along pretty even and I can, I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah, totally. And, and just so you guys know, like, I want to reemphasize that, like the Tim McGraw band is ripped. Like you guys are not to be trifled <laughs> with. And Denny, as sweet as he sounds on audio, if that's what you're listening to, I mean, you're a big guy. You have a very sturdy frame. It's clear that you're not withering away. Uh, and yet you're, you know, usually holding off until dinner at least to eat, um, solid foods. I think one of the coolest like learnings from that though, is that, it's not something that you're chained to. You're not shackled to saying, oh, I only eat at dinner time. Like if you find a good meal or if you're just hungry some mornings, like you'll have some some steak and eggs or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. If I wake up and I'm hungry, I'll eat. You know, it's yeah. not I'm not forcing myself to fast. Right. I just do it because it feels good, you know, yeah. and I do it most days on the road. It's convenient. But um, a, a lot of times at home, I'll I'll have breakfast or maybe at least lunch, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, there's no hard and fast rule. Uh, I just do it because I feel like doing it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm actually drinking. Um, I haven't eaten yet today. I'm drinking bone broth right now, which is a nice layer of fat on the top from the marrow. Cause yeah, it's so good. So you, you get into weird foods, you start eating brains and stuff like that. And then <laughs> your entire life changes too. And you get into, you know, meditation and um, the, the really intense types of exercises that you guys do now become possible because all of a sudden you're not carrying around an extra 30, 40, 100 pounds or whatever, right? Right. So it's, it's just, I love that progression. And I'm so excited to see you guys just, just nailing it on the road, it's something that is extraordinarily difficult. I think you guys are just a tremendous example for everyone out there in terms of like planning ahead, right? Very simple, common sense stuff, plan ahead. And then another way that the favorite quote that I heard many, many times from you over the weekend is you just do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you get, you know, you get stuck in a place and there's just nothing around to eat, but Mm -hmm. you can, you can always pick something that sort of fits. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It might not be organic or grass fed or whatever, but you know, right. you can do it. And if you're only eating at 
once in a while like that, I don't think there's a problem. Sure. Yeah, we're going to go watch X-Men and probably get some popcorn tonight because yeah. we, we deserve it. It's been a rough few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do that, especially when you when you start to understand that this is more of like you're the one in control of all of this, right? You're not when you realize that you're driving your body and its health through your lifestyle choices, through what you're eating, how you're training, how well you're sleeping, the rest of it, you can kind of like make little adjustments and you can lose body fat if you want, or you can gain muscle. You can start to turn that dial. And that's so much fun once you can kind of realize that. And I think you guys are like just past that point. You're like, this is the best thing ever. It really does become the best thing ever. And the, the other thing that I found for myself anyway, is that since I've been eating this way, if I do go back and eat something that I ordinarily do, do not eat anymore, right? I really know it. Right. <laughs> it, it. It comes back to haunt me within a couple of hours, you know. So the desire to have that isn't really there as mm -hmm. much as it used to be. Yeah, which actually that brings me to a point. A lot of people talk about the the eighty twenty principle, and my background right. was in uh, strategy consulting, and we talked about eighty twenty in business stuff all the time. It's been well known in consulting circles and used for a really long time in that sense. But the one that I liked much better and used even more was the 90-10 principle because mm -hmm. 20 gets pretty big, especially when you're not really keeping track of it. Like I think a lot of people aren't, right? So one thing that I remember you you brought up or maybe I read it in, in one of your updates from the road was when you're at home, you aim for 100% because cheating just kind of okay. happens on the road automatically because you don't have that that choice to get the 100% Right, optimal you can control everything the on the road. So that's, yeah, can you talk about that? Like, if some, if you are on the road, this is great advice. Yeah. So, uh, so my idea is that when I'm at home, I strive for a hundred percent. Try to get everything organic, all my meats pastured, et cetera, et cetera. Because I know when I head out on the road, I can't control everything, mm -hmm. and I know somebody's going to serve me something that's cooked in soybean oil, you know, yeah. or something. So. That's my that's my leeway, you know. So when when I'm home, I'm I'm trying to hit 100% all the time. Yeah. And that way I can, you know, I can kind of set myself up and be uh, ready to go when I hit the road because it's it's more stressful on the road, et cetera, et cetera. So if yeah. I can come in as fit and healthy as possible, I'm going to weather it much better. <laughs> yeah, totally. Cool. Well, we're just about out of time, Denny. But uh, before we go, like, what what are you looking forward to, lifestyle wise? What's the band up to? What's what are we looking at coming up? Well, we have a big summer uh, yeah. ahead of us. Lots of tour dates coming up. Oh, uh, and you just did that thing with George Strait. Why don't you Why don't you tell folks about that? Because that's so oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's such an honor to be part of that. Of course, George has been, you know, king of country for I don't know how many years, thirty years or something, right. and so this is his final touring season, and we were or Tim was invited to go and uh, and play on his last show at Foxborough Stadium, and Faith came out and sang with us as well, and so it was cool. it was just a big night, a lot of fun. Yeah, and the only thing that would have made it better is if the Patriots won that night too. I guess <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for that, but I am from New Hampshire. <laughs> the Patriots or hate them, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what else? What do you have coming up like this this summer? Where can uh, where can we oh, catch gosh. you? You know, I'll never be able to recite all this off the top of my sure. head. But <laughs> where can people go to find it? <laughs> yeah. I can tell you the next few days. <laughs> yeah. Or the next two days. 
we're playing in Nashville actually on Thursday nice. for the CMA Festival. Cool. It's at LP Field. And then uh, right after the show, we get on the bus and head to Pittsburgh. And beyond that, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to know uh, where we're going to be playing, go to TimMcGraw.com. And awesome. uh, our, our whole schedule is laid out there. But. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank you uh, for coming back. This was uh a great show. I think people are going to really appreciate it, despite the uh, Patriots hate mail that I'm probably <laughs> going to get. But and I also want to thank you. Thank you so much for coming over to the house. That we, um, Man, we, thanks for having me. Yeah, we had an epic jam. Denny gave me a fuzz pedal, a distortion pedal for my guitar rig. It's totally awesome. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we can get together and jam again soon. I'd love to um, just hang out. We had Allison and I had such a blast with you, and we'd love to do it again. Yeah, I had a blast too, man. And uh, you were both great hosts and I hope we can do it again. And next time, maybe we can do it in Nashville. You come out to my place and and hang out and we'll pick something out of the garden and eat it. And that sounds awesome. Guitars. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Denny, thank you so much. Uh, we'll chat with you soon. Sounds good, Abel. Thank you. Before you go, I have something special for you here today. Do you need kick butt music for your next party? Do you want to impress your friends with shameless jams from the coolest band they've never heard of? Do you want to win a free copy of my new book? I've got great news. My new album of original music, Swamp Thing, is finally ready for you. To celebrate the launch of my new album, I'm giving away five signed hardback copies of my best-selling book, The Wild Diet, and autographed copies of my new CD. That's right. Before I was known as my shirtless alter ego, fat-burning man... My past lifetimes have included being a touring singer, guitarist for several rock and funk groups, and even the tenor sax player for reggae, rap, and ska bands. The musicians who join me in the studio for this project are legends. Denny, our guitarist and producer, has been nominated for an Academy of Country Music Award for Steel Guitarist of the Year and has been the band leader for the Tim McGraw Band for nearly two decades. Our bassist, David Santos, has toured with Billy Joel, Elton John, John Fogarty, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Singing backup, the Grammy-nominated powerhouse Wendy Moten has recorded with Eric Clapton, Kenny Rogers, Alice Cooper, and Buddy Guy. You can find my new album, Swamp Thing, anywhere music is sold online. iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify, and more just by searching for Abel James. But if you want to support this free show, get all the music videos and audio bonuses and enter to win our giveaway of signed copies of my best-selling book, The Wild Diet, make sure you go to your special listener link at fatburningman.com forward slash music to get all the goods. One last time, your special listener link from any device is fatburningman.com forward slash music. As always, when you purchase anything from me, your support helps bring this free show to you every single week. All right, here's a special track from my new album, Swamp Thing, for you to listen to before you go. I hope you enjoy it. Drop me a line anytime, and I'll chat with you soon. Cheers.
bullfrog sang Buzzing by the bayou Doing that voodoo thing The green eyes in the moonlight Straight cats start to wail In the shadows of the street lane Singing for some tale And everybody say Let the hoodoo do the rest. 
Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fat Burning Man. If you liked it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, the podcast app, or wherever else you might be listening to or watching this show. Got a second? Please leave me a quick review on iTunes. I always love hearing from you. And if you think someone else might like and benefit from this free show, please take a second to share it with a friend or with a family member. You can get in touch with me on Twitter at FatBurnMan and Facebook by typing in Abel James or FatBurningMan. Drop me a line anytime. Did you know that I've recorded over 150 episodes of Fat Burning Man, winning four awards in independent media and hitting number one in more than eight countries? And here's some more good news. You can download and listen to every single episode for free. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com I'll give you a second to type it in fatburningman.com and you'll get all the show notes in video and audio versions for all the past episodes of Fat Burning Man better yet enter your best email at fatburningman.com sign up for my newsletter and I'll even send you a quick start guide to start burning fat right now and a few of our ridiculously tasty recipes as a special thanks for signing up once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now. Enter your best email to get your free fat burning download straight to your inbox and make sure that you never miss a show again. This is Abel James signing off. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week.